Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Good morning, Oregon. It's Thursday, December 24th. This is Elliot Noose with your news briefing from The Oregonian and Oregon Live. Governor Kate Brown announced Wednesday that Oregon schools will be allowed to open their doors to students starting January 1st. The state will no longer mandate closures based on the severity of the coronavirus pandemic in a school district's county. Realistically, most schools probably won't open that fast. It will likely take weeks for district officials to decide if their schools should reopen, and if so, how to prepare. The governor's office cautioned school districts to be wise. Though untethered from state metrics, school districts will still have to follow Oregon safety guidelines. Brown's announcement signaled even more forcefully the state's focus on getting kids back into schools. Following close on the heels of her Tuesday request that health officials prioritize teachers and related workers for the next round of vaccines. Police say a man on Tuesday entered a Vancouver, Washington medical clinic, shot and killed the woman working at the front desk, then killed himself. There's no indication the man knew the woman, said police, who described the shooting as apparently random. The shooting occurred early Tuesday afternoon at a medical facility across from Peace Health Southwest Medical Center. It prompted a major police response, and the hospital was put on lockdown while police investigated. Inmates at Two Rivers Correctional Institution in eastern Oregon are dealing with a major coronavirus outbreak and a power outage that's left part of the prison in the dark for much of the day. On December 10th, two inmates tested positive for COVID-19 at Two Rivers. The same day, several inmates who had previously tested positive were transferred in from another institution for medical treatment. By the next day, another five were diagnosed with the virus. As of Wednesday, the prison has 95 active cases out of more than 1,600 inmates. Meanwhile, the facility experienced an electrical problem last week that knocked out power to six housing units, home to 600 people who were left to rely on backup generators. Those are turned off during much of the day. The Oregon Department of Corrections said inmates have been able to use day rooms and telephones, and all were given small LED lights to use in their cells. Apple began covering up the George Floyd mural on its downtown Portland store Wednesday, the first step in the company's plan to preserve and ultimately donate the historic artwork. The company said it would be putting a protective layer of plywood over the murals and would announce long-term plans for them next year. Apple's downtown storefront and the windows of many other downtown retailers in the wake of the Black Lives Matter protests that followed the police killing of George Floyd in Minneapolis. Portland artist Emma Berger began the mural on Apple's boarded-up storefront on June 1st, and it was soon augmented with other art, becoming a national symbol of the protest movement that consumed downtown last summer. Apple's store remains closed. It shut down in March at the outset of the pandemic, reopened briefly in May, and then closed again after the downtown protests. Beachcombers on the central Oregon coast came across an unusual bit of litter on Tuesday, giant bags of chia seeds, and a ripped-apart shipping container from which they likely escaped. The Oregon Parks and Recreation Department on Wednesday announced the cleanup of the chia seeds, which washed ashore on Nye Beach in Newport. The seeds aren't toxic, but they do expand when they come into contact with water, which made them a pain to remove, according to park officials. The swollen, gelatinous bags were too heavy to remove by hand, forcing rangers to use heavy equipment to haul them away. 
The Parks Department has so far removed four bags, but there may well be more to come. Park officials don't yet know the source of the seeds, but suspect they came from a battered shipping container that washed up further south along the coast on a beach near Florence. Thanks for listening. Find more news at OregonLive.com and support our journalism with a subscription at OregonLive.com slash pod support.